I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Oh, buddy. Yes, sir. Buddy. Yes, sir. If you are listening to the two whitest guys to have the Wu-Tang Clan as their opening music, you know what that means. Dude, I legit looked for this on the uh, the TouchTunes app uh, for Shamrocks. Like, I tried. Like, well, we were... Well, we were at your place before we went. I, I installed the app, and if if it had, if if it was on there, I was going to put money in the account just to play it. Hell but yeah. even though the games were on and it didn't matter anyway, but I was ready because, as white as we are, the Wu Tang Clan has become our anthem. And they are nothing to fuck with. No, they're for the children, and they represent to me now. They will always, whenever I hear this song, I will think, it's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Tuesday. As the intro says, I am Chris. I am still also Chris. And together we are the number one highest rated show TN2M show on the Talk Nerdies Me podcast network. It's close right now, so I'm going to need our people, our listeners, to go and buy some stuff from the Redbubble store because House Rules is catching up to us on the merch sales. So, um, we're going to need to have our peeps, uh, you know, close that gap and, and help us, um, Retain the number one most merch sales in the Redbubble store. Uh, so, so, yeah, because House Rules is up there, man. House Rules has sold a lot of stuff. They sell a lot of those tote bags for the games huh. and stuff. So, you know, interesting. But Sounds about right. Uh, uh, I wonder how many of them have been bought by Scott, though. Oh, a lot. He, he brought one to dinner that night. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, but we are also the uh, official, unofficial... TN2M show of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs and Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Miller Girl's favorite Talk Nerdy to Me Podcast Network show. And it's true. Most importantly of all, we are your favorite podcasts, favorite podcast in the world. We are your friends with benefits. And yeah, we are. We are. are. And we're back. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we've uh, we we went through the ringer this weekend. We did, and I, I think uh, I know I did. I, I think I can say that I did. I don't know if you have. I I, I feel like you did too. We both escaped the uh, the omnipresent con crud. Yeah, I mean, I've got some allergy issues going on, but I think it's just that, and I'm sure it's not going to be any better with the. Um, with the like day of seventy degrees we're about to have, yeah, 
Yeah, we're going to get a bunch of rain, and they said it's supposed to be like 50-mile-an-hour winds at points. Like, it's going to be wild. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, some rain and some stuff, which is going to bring everything down, which is always good. That barometric yeah. pressure is going to just go all over the place. And I tell you, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not sick. Like, I, I don't have, like, um, you know, stuffy nose or anything. I'm just, I'm real tired. Like, I've been tired uh, all week. I haven't, I haven't gotten back into, like, a solid sleep rhythm in... It's been like it's been over a full week since I've had what I would consider a good full night's sleep. It's been a minute. Yeah, especially like Saturday night when we were getting ready to go to bed and we both knew what time we wanted to wake up. I set my alarm and it was like six hours and twenty two minutes. Oh, I hate that shit. Off. And I was like, Ugh. I hate that shit when you look at you like when it tells you exactly how long you because you, you have to like my, my way of doing that is is when it gets to a certain point. And you get down, like, psychologically, I have to look at it and be like, it's going to be a long nap. Instead of a short sleep, I have to be like, I'm going to get a two and a half hour nap right now. Yeah. And instead of being like, I'm only going to get two and a half hours of sleep right now, I have to look at it like, that's eh, a four hour nap. That's a pretty solid nap. So I have to kind of convince myself that it's something good and not, not that my body is going to be fucked tomorrow. <laughs> so, because... <laughs> Because if I if I look at it that way and I go into it like disappointed that I'm gonna have real shitty short sleep, then it's it like it's gonna reflect it in my sleep. So uh, I, I said if I could have if I could have taken a nap today, it would have been glorious. But you know, work gets in the way of naps. So yeah, I uh, I heavily debated taking a, a nap after work today, but I didn't get. I ended up not. That's just, I like I I woke up today and I just sat, and I flipped open the laptop and I was like, you know, I was replying to emails and stuff and I was just like, I had a meeting at eight thirty and I was just like, I want to take a nap so bad, <laughs> can't do it. Gutted it out though, gutted it out on uh, a lot of caffeine and a lot of uh, um, looking at the 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 big divide on the Will Smith Chris Rock. <sighs> encounter and uh, did, have I told you my wild take no what's your wild take I'm still not entirely convinced it wasn't a work oh no no because the well, here's the thing none of they they don't have anything to gain from it well they'd caught a lot of flack this past year about uh the Oscars not having anything for like the casual fan I know a lot of people were angry about the exclusion of uh Far From Home not being nominated for Best Picture or anything like that. And, like, I, I didn't really see anything on Reddit or Twitter about it. And then, like, within less than 10 minutes of, quote, the slap happening, there it was three of the top seven posts on Reddit, and Will Smith, Chris Rock, and Oscars were all trending on Twitter. Like, I can see it if... If it was something like, because that's not going to get people to, to, like, once it's already happened, it's not going to get people to, to go and turn the TV on. Like, they're going to watch the clip online, but, like, they're not going to actually, like, turn on the broadcast, I don't think. I don't know, I might be wrong. When, 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 the, when the ratings come out and we see the trends, um, I, I might be wrong, but I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, I just, the only thing that worries me, here's the only thing as, as somebody, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm more like, like a, a bigger deal than what it is. Like, I don't want to make us sound more important than we are, but as, as a group that does live performance, I'll say comedy. Yeah. It worries me that there are so many people that are, that, that support, somebody physically physically uh, a physical altercation based on a joke whether the joke is good or bad whether that joke was was you know funny or it was tasteless or it was whatever like that's besides the point like take that out of it completely like the quality of the joke is not important in this yeah uh it's the fact that there are people that are supportive of if this person says something that you don't like you can hit them like, that sets a very dangerous precedent to me. It and, does. And I don't like that as somebody who uh, goes up on stage and says things that are not offensive, but, like, you know, could be offensive to people. Our show is not for everybody. Our live show is not for everybody. And it's not that we necessarily go and, and like, we, we don't do a lot of, we, we don't do crowd work. We don't, we don't, you know, directly talk to the audience, but we do have some stuff that, you know, people might, it's not an all ages show and, you know, we say stuff and we have, you know, pictures and videos and stuff that people might find more offensive than funny. And does that mean that they're going to now come up on stage and, and hit us or throw something at us? Like it just, to me, it just sets a very bad and it, it, it sets a very bad precedent, and it worries me that so many people are are like, yeah, he did the right thing, and he was great to go up and, 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 and hit him. I don't like that. I don't like it. That's just... It's just my two cents. I don't, I don't like the, the precedent that it sets. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from there. So, uh, because we say, just, we say offensive shit on stage yeah. and we've got one coming oh, up may, may 21st by the way new and, date and on the show so yeah yeah new date um new date for our next live show in historic downtown bowling green at the capitol now saturday night may the 21st it is a special birthday show and we're going to have uh, new material. We're going to have new stuff that we're doing. We're going to have all kinds of fun. We're going to have some some uh, updates on stories that we've taught we, we've told before. We're going to have brand new stuff. We're going to have all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, I've, I've got a really good birthday story I can tell. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to have... Uh, I think you know which one it is. I think I do, too. And <laughs> um, I, I actually... Uh, I can have a, a real visual aid for that story. <laughs> Uh, I can bring that. I will bring it to the thing, and it's going to be great. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a special uh, birthday live show Saturday night, May the 21st, 6 p.m. start time. You can get your uh, tickets. We have a Facebook event for it uh, on our Facebook page, and we're going to be inviting some people to that coming up soon. i got to figure out when the best time to do that is because I can invite people to it. But, the like, you can always buy tickets at the door but the online ticket sales haven't gone up yet so i'm waiting on if i should like because i made like the like the we made the event page 
Yeah. But I haven't invited anybody to it because the online ticket sales haven't gone live. But I think I can go ahead and invite people and then just make a post when the ticket I, sales go up. But I don't know. I'd wait until the know. tickets are available, but that's just know. me. I don't know. I just like Because I asked um, last week and I was like, hey, when do you think tickets are going to be up? And, and she said, probably this week. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, when tickets go on sale, it'll be... Um, It'll be great. It's gonna be, it's gonna be super fun. Um, but yeah, Saturday night, May the twenty first. But that's that's coming up. Uh, we did just get back. If you saw our social medias, you know that where we were over this past weekend, we were in historic downtown Lexington at the Fifth uh, Third U.S. PNC Central Bank BB and T. Um, farmers Union. Farmers National, um, Central Bank Arena <laughs> Center, connected to Rupp Arena, and we were enjoying all the sights and sounds of LexCon, and it was back in full force. If you happen to uh, live in and around the Lexington area, or you... Just for some reason, go to uh, the Fox 56 website, which I think is like foxlexington.com. They did a story on it featuring me, which was great. It was. It's not even really featuring you. No, it just is you. Yeah, like it's it, like the the the, the story is like two minutes long, and it's it's like eighty eight percent me, and it's not a complaint. Don't worry that that don't make it sound like it is a complaint. It it is a comp- it, it is a compliment, and. It is high praise. The story is basically all about me going back to Lexington Comic Con. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, none of us were that thrilled to watch it. No, I made everybody watch it four times, and then I sent everybody a link afterwards so they could watch it on their own time. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, it was just like an interview with me, and then a shit ton of pictures that I had I had given, and I made a mistake because I told him uh, the reporter that did it. Uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to send you pictures, and I'll send you the ones, all of them from LexCon, so that when you show it, it doesn't look like like it all, it's all from that show. And then, of course, the first picture I send is one where I'm wearing the Scarefest badge. And I didn't, real, I didn't realize it until I was watching the story back, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a Scarefest picture. Whoops. Oops. Oh, well, no one noticed. No one said anything. Uh, it was fine. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's a great story. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it's foxlexington.com. You can go and you, if you look up uh, comic comic con, uh, it pops up. You can watch the video. Uh, it's a great time. But uh, yeah, we were there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and hanging out. Um, you know, having a good time, meeting some celebrities, uh, hearing creepy stories from some people. I'm going to tell what happened. I'm going to tell it all. But, uh, yeah, man, we were up there. It was great. We spent a lot of time up there. Uh, we did a couple live videos. So if you watched our, uh, our social medias, you saw us do some live stuff. Uh, it was good. Um, we did what we do best and weaseled our way into the convention early. So, oh yeah, we got to tell that story too. We'll go, we'll go like chronologically <laughs> because I, you know, uh, I got there, I got into town Friday and, mm-hmm. uh, so we got there. And, you know, we, we always do our uh, customary, we do, like, the initial lap around, and then 
you know, just to kind of gauge where everything is. And then we will start picking out like the stuff that we want to do. And I had some, you know, pops I wanted to get signed. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, all the celebrities are on, uh, or they call them guests, but all the celebrities are on floor one, level one. And we started at level three. And as we were about to go down, here comes one of the guests I wanted to meet, Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. And he sits at his table, and I'm like, I've got the Jerry Lawler pop. I'm wearing my Andy Kaufman tribute women's wrestling champion of the world shirt. So I said, this is going to be perfect. And so we go, <sighs> we stand in line, and we're talking, and that was about the time that the news, uh, even though it wasn't really news because we kind of knew it, when it happened, but uh, Triple H, the news had broke that Triple H had retired from in-ring competition. Uh, yeah. People were kind of like finding out about it at that point. So, like the uh, the local or the, or the the not local yokels, but the yokels behind us were uh, talking about that and kind of <sighs> going over that in incredible toothless uh, uh, detail that uh, they were known for. And yeah, we'll we'll get more into that when we get to the the first photo op I did oh, on Saturday. Oh no, uh, we got to talk about that one photo that you got too, which just cracks me up. So get in line for Lawler, uh, and the guy. There was a moment that was hilarious and great that then turned into one of the most annoying convention moments uh, that I can remember of the last couple years. Where yeah. a guy and his his kid, uh, the kid was probably what like ten, nine. Uh, I was eleven. Guess, like I was gonna guess younger. I was gonna say like somewhere in the seven to eight seven, range. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll split the difference. We'll say eight, uh, eight ish, eight ish. And he was dressed like Jerry Lawler. He had like the fake seventies Lawler goatee and like the singlet with the pants and the cape. He had a little crown. It was awesome. Like the kid was great. And so the kid, like, like Lawler, of course, takes a bunch of pictures of the kid to post on his social, excuse me, social medias and all that stuff. Super fun. Great moment. Loved it. Great moment. And then the, the guy, uh, the father just will not stop talking to Jerry Lawler. And you could tell it was one of those things where it was like, I think the dad was like, I really want to meet Jerry Lawler and spend a little time talking to him. So I'm going to dress my kid up. I don't think it was the kid's idea. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think, or or the dad like indoctrinated him to like Jerry Lawler. Like he showed him a bunch of matches and stuff, and he's like, "This is Jerry Lawler, and he's great. Like we're gonna dress as him," and like made the kid watch enough Jerry Lawler matches to to think it's a good idea. Um, uh, and so the guy just like keeps talking at him and like is showing him all these like, "Oh, I do art, and I drew this picture of you, and here's this, and here's this, and like just." spent a good like 10 minutes talking to Jerry Lawler and like to the point where the kid is like pulling on his dad's arm like come on dad let's go like saying let let's let's go dad like there's other stuff i want to do and the the guy oh well there's this and i drew this and i put up a poll on my instagram and this is what one hey hey it's, it's, that's 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 the people that's not me they love you they love you king and like just just being a a, a a shit stain in the line 
just holding up the line because like everybody it was so endearing in the beginning when like the kids doing like you know the muscle like 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 flexing and like doing like the lawler poses and stuff like it was really funny like yeah, that was they good took off the, they took off the like armor part of it yeah the kid even had like the one strap like that was cool and you know like when the kid showed up and was dressed like lawler i was expecting you know this is probably going to take like five five-ish minutes or so and then when the dad continued to talk to him for like another 10 it was just like can we hurry this the fuck up please yeah it was just like okay dude like you've had your time like the line is is not getting shorter. Like you need to you need to move it along. So we get up there, finally get up to to see Lawler, and and I tell him, you know, obviously, uh, you know, your work with Andy Kaufman has a big impact on me. I show him the shirt and whatever. That's not important. Here's the important part. Here's the creepy part. Uh, uh, to answer your question, here's the creepy because uh, this is really the only creepy story I've got, but it's a creepy one. So if you know Jerry Lawler's reputation. Um, you could make that same joke that uh, uh, Amy Schumer stole uh, from Twitter and and used at the Oscars about Leonardo DiCaprio uh, on Jerry Lawler, where she said that you know he cares a lot about global warming because he wants to leave the planet better for all of his girlfriends and ex wives. Um. The joke being that he's so much older than them that he's going to die long before them. And they're going to because he's always like marrying. He's in his like 50s marrying women in their 20s. It's always super creepy. So I say, you know, Andy Kaufman, blah, blah, blah. Super great. Should be in the Hall of Fame. And he says, you know, he goes, I can't tell you how jealous I was of Andy Kaufman being able to be in that ring and wrestle women. To which you and me kind of like give each other a little side eye. Yeah, we give each other that look where we're like, "Oh no!" And and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, he was in there, you know, wrestling." We're like, "Yeah, yeah, it was, that was something," you know. Got got a lot of ratings, uh, you know. Did did a lot for the business and should be in the Hall of Fame. Got to go now that it's weird. And we yeah, left. Made this awkward. Okay, thanks. Bye. And we left. And I told you, I was like, the other thing that's super creepy about that is that now he's got a TikTok. Uh, you know, and he's making videos where he's in Disney World. And I'm like, yeah, the, the, the social media that is aimed at teens and, like, young adults, like the the 13 to 25 age range is like where TikTok is aiming for. And yeah. Uh, so I will say up until that point, and I still think, you know, he was a really nice guy. I, I, I enjoyed meeting him, but that was super weird. Yep. Super weird. And yeah, it yeah. just, unbelievably awkward unbelievably like just as soon as that was over we were both just like believe we automatically had to go tell one of uh my artist friends that story and yeah it 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 went a certain way Um, (laughs) and there's just that there's just really no other way to put that um I am glad that we've we've talked about this and we've both kind of reached that point where it's like going to a convention is not an I'm spending the entire day at this thing anymore. 
Yeah, I don't know, because we had that conversation on the drive back one of the days, uh, and it was like, I don't know how we used to spend all day, all day, at the convention. And, and maybe it was because this time there was just not as many people to, like, walk around with and have conversations with and... You know, whatever, like, sometimes, you know, there's, like, 10, 12 people that are our friends that are there that are either at a table or at somewhere where we can, like, walk around with. And, like, you know, me and you walking around is different than, like, you know, me and our good friend uh, Jason from Superhero Deep Dive. Like, when he would be at conventions and, like, we would walk around with him or, like, you know, when when we had, uh, like, friend that would come from out of town, like former producer of the stars hubs would come in and we would walk around. Like it's a different experience and you can have different conversations and that kind of helps the time go. But like now it's like, I don't know how we would spend. Cause there were days where it would be like nine or 10 AM until seven or eight at night. Yeah. I mean, we used to get there before it, before the con would open and leave before it or like when it closed or occasionally like right after. So we put like 10 plus hours in at these conventions. And I understand that it's like, you know, part of it was we were doing different stuff at the time. And, you know, there was, I, I do think having more people around was part of it. But I mean, at the same time, I think part of it was also just like, fuck me, dude. Like, I, maybe I just got old. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I guess it kind of depends on what you're, what you're looking to get out of it. Like if you're looking to just like hang out, do a few laps, like you're not looking to do, uh, like you're not looking to go meet, meet guests and you're not looking to, you know, shop for a bunch of stuff and you're not doing a whole lot then. And you just kind of want to just walk around and just kind of be like, you could get it done in a few hours and be fine. If you've got stuff where you're like, I want to meet these five or six people, I got a couple photo ops, I want to buy some, you know, art or some toys or whatever, uh, then yeah, you could probably make more of a day out of it. But I think what we look for, what we look to get out of conventions now is changing. Yeah. And so kind of like, you know, like we're not there to sit at a table all day or, or go and, get autographs or go and do this, that, or the other. And I know that I did that, but we did that Friday when it was like real low. So we didn't have to wait in line all the time. And so that's kind of the thing is, you know, as, as your, what you want out of it changes and you're like, Oh, well, I just want to hang out with some people and like go and just have, have fun for a little bit. And that's, and that's it. Then, you know, mission accomplished. You can do that in four or five hours and be done and feel like you got your money's worth. Oh yeah. And you know, we, we still, it's not like we were there for like, Oh, well we did 35 minutes here, but like also there's part of it. And I ended up telling them this on Sunday about like, you know, we wanted to go say bye to like Justin, Ken, Bryce and Sean. And they were on the clear other end of the convention floor when we were leaving around three ish. On Saturday? Yeah. And the crowd was just so dense. Yeah. That 
Like, I think we made it like 20 feet and I just turned to you and I was like, or we can just leave. I was like, the door is right there. Yeah. Now's a good time to go. And yeah, cause it, it did, it filled up in a hurry. It filled up. Um, so, but it was a good, it was, it was a great turnout for them. It was awesome. Like everybody seemed to be having a good time. Um, you know, the, the, the crowds were steady. Every line at the, at level one, where all the, uh, all the guests were, almost everybody had an overflow line. Like it was, it was packed. And, um, you know, everybody that I got to meet was, was super nice. And not just because I gave them money. Um, like they were, they were great. And, uh, I started another project because I'm a dumb shit and <laughs> you know, whatever, but I'll chip away at that one for another few years until I get that done. But it was, it was fun. Uh, John C. McGinley was incredibly nice and the exact opposite of the Dr. Cox character, which is great. Uh, the other thing, oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't tell you this. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So we were first in line, uh, me and, uh, commander Scott went to go meet John C. McGinley and we were, we were in our, our, our scrubs outfits, right? And we're ready to meet him. We're all jacked up. We're at the front of the line. We'll talk about the, uh, how we got to that point here in a minute. Because that's a whole other story all by itself. But we're at the front of the line, and we're hanging out, and we're, like, ready. And we're right next to the uh, William Daniels line, the Mr. Feeney line. And so he showed up before John C. McGinley showed up. So we're watching people come through, right? And we're, like, we're watching him, like, interact with people and people being really nice. And everybody's, like, just so happy to meet him and all this stuff. And he's... He's, you know, 95 years old, so he's, you know, doing the best he can. And he's, for a 95-year-old guy, he's doing great. It's awesome to see. And then, like, my back is is to his table, and I'm looking at Scott. And Scott just looks at me, and his eyes get real big. And I'm like, oh, no, what's happening behind me? And he just kind of leans in, and he goes, this guy's got a duffel bag. Oh no. And I was like, what? And he goes, and he gives me like the nod, like towards the, towards the Mr. Feeney line. And he goes, this dude's got a duffel bag. And I turn and this guy's got like, not like a weekend, like a, like a weekender bag. He's got like a friggin' like a, like a hockey gear duffel bag. And he's set it on the floor and he's pulling out like kit after kit after kit, after Knight Rider board game, after like all this stuff, like he's just pulling out all this Knight Rider stuff and he's like got one and he's like, he's, he's got like a, a kit car and he's unwrapping it cause it's got bubble wrap on it. He's, he's that guy. He had no shit. He had at least 10 or 15 things that he was signing. And that was just what I saw. And so, and he's just like, Jesus. Sliding, oh my God. And like, I looked at it, I looked at Scott and I said, you know what he's doing. I said, he's doing all of this so that he can sell all that shit when he dies. Oh yeah. Because he's he 95. Is. Like he's, he's stockpiling so he can eBay that stuff in, in a few years, uh, when that happens. And I was like, you know, cause, cause I think, I think, what well, was it last week or the week before when, when uh, 
we were talking about convention stuff and I told, I said like the Malcolm McDowell story and the, the Batista story where I'm always behind the guy that has like 15 things to sign and it pisses the celebrity off. And because like the Knight Rider board game means nothing to William Daniels. Like he does no. not give a shit about it. He had nothing to do with it. He didn't like, like his likeness isn't anywhere on it. It's just, he happens to be the voice of the car, which you can't hear on the board game. No. So, like, what's it, the point? Because all they give it, like, because it's exactly what you said, that dude is selling, he's waiting on him to die, and yeah. he's going to put all that shit online for 100, 200 bucks. Yeah. And just, yeah, that's how he's going to make his money. Like, that's that dude. He's also probably the kind of guy who went and waited at the Lexington airport all day, like Thursday and Friday for uh, when people were getting in and he could try and get celebrities to sign stuff for free in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. That, that like he, and like, I get it. Like he had, cause a couple of them were, were models of the car. Like I get that he's the voice of the car, but like the board game or like, you know, a, a picture book, like the, the, when they used to do like the little magazines and stuff like he had nothing to do with any of that, and you would have no idea. Oh, that's, 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 I don't get it. And it reminded me of one of my favorite stories of all time, uh, way back. And it was actually, I believe, I don't remember which comic book store it was, but uh, Robert Kirkman, way back towards the beginning of The Walking Dead, like before the TV show, before all that stuff, when The Walking Dead was just like a, a, a pretty hot indie comic. Uh, there was a comic book store that had him in for a signing and he was doing a free signing. Like he was just doing it to do it. And it was in, it was in Lexington. Oh, uh, that was a plus did that. And I thought that's where it was. And so John, uh, friend, dear friend of the show, uh, nerd alert, John, um, Brought, he had my, my Walking Dead Volume 1 hardcover, and he got that signed for me because something happened and I couldn't go. And he told me the story. He's like, there was this guy that came in, and he had, like, a stack of comics, like the individual issues. And uh, Jason in the chat, this is going to reference your comment, and this is going to be funny. So Robert, like, like Robert Kirkman was there, and he's, like, D- not shitty about it, but, like, he knows what's happening. Like, no one brings in 15 different single issues of a comic for a, a signing like and they're gonna they're not gonna keep to keep them all so he signs them all and he's like all right like that 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 that's it that's it buddy like that we're done so the guy leaves and he comes back with another stack of single issues jesus christ and so while while he's like making small talk with with robert kirkman and like people around like he's trying to be a big shot he doesn't realize that robert kirkman is starting to write on the issues uh, to eBay auction winner and signing his name and he'll go to the next Shh. one and he's like to eBay auction winner. So he got, apparently he got like four or five of them signed like that before the guy realized it and started to get pissed off. Well, fuck off then. And dude. he was like, whoa, 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 why'd you do that? Why do you, I'm going to keep those. And he's like, no, you're not dude. Like I know the score. Like you're not you're, like, these are not all for you. It's like, it's like on an episode of cops where they, where the, like the, the, the cops pull somebody over and he's got, you know, eight pounds of, of weed or meth or something. And the guy's like, oh, no, it's for personal use. 
And you're like, absolutely not. Like, there's absolutely no way that, that you're, that this is all for personal use. Like, there, there's no way that you're going to bring back 45 issues of The Walking Dead, like multiples of the same issue, and they're all for you. So he did, like, yeah, he started to write yeah. uh, to eBay auction winner and signing it. And it was like the, like the, the people were giving that guy so much shit at that point and, and when he left because they, they were just making fun of him because it's like, of course, that's what you're doing. Like, get a, re- get a real job. Don't just go to these signings and have people sign stuff just to resell. That's why, like, every single time that a, a, a one of the people asked, like, I would have them sign a pop or whatever, and they're like, do you want it personalized? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do, because it's for me. Yeah. Like, I, yes, I want you to put my name on it because it's it's for me. It's not for eBay auction winner. Because I like and like that's why there are there are booths that have signed pops there, and you can buy them. And but like I want I want the experience of meeting them and having them sign it. I mean well, that's half of it. Yeah, and that dude isn't going to um, like, and that dude isn't going to like. He's not getting certificates of authenticity for all that. Like. Uh, my friend Dakota, when they announced Johnny Young Bosch, he uh, basically he really wanted some like Chase Pop figure, so he ordered an entire case. Oh wow! Uh, which is just six pops, but all the chases are one out of six, so you were basically guaranteed to get one. And he just got six commons. When even in the like the description of the case he ordered it said guaranteed to have one chase. So when that didn't happen, he ordered it, and they sent him two chases, and he was like, well, so I kept one of the chases, kept one of the regular ones, and he was like, I was in this Funko group, and I was like, hey, uh, Johnny Young Bosch only doing, like, he got them four people, had them authenticated, or had them authenticated, that's the word I was looking for, and then just sold them to him for the price of the pop, the authenticity, and the price of the autograph. Like, there was no markup for him. See, that's, so he was like, that's oh. nice. Like, he was helping people out that way, but... I'm with you. Like, it's the same way, and we've harped on this numerous times. And if you ever watched the, if you ever did watch, and they've done it a couple times on there, the Young Bucks web series, the Being the Elite, yeah, where they will just be like openly making fun of the guys who have like luggage, like luggage racks full or like totes full of action figures for them to sign. Like, they'll be making fun of them while these guys are, like, trying to hand them different color Sharpies to sign stuff in. Uh, yeah, that that guy. The only, like, the first time I had ever experienced that was meeting Batista. And the guy sat through the line with nothing in his hand until he was, like, third or fourth from Batista. And the guy, this random guy just came in and dropped off this giant shopping bag full of toys and a bunch of Sharpies, and he, the guy started separating them on Batista's table and was like, can you sign these three with this blue one, those two with this red one, those two with this purple one? And I was just like, this guy fucking sucks. Like, this guy is the worst. I I hate people like this. This is awful. And... Uh, like, and I always get stuck behind. So I, it was, it was nice to see, uh, me not get stuck behind somebody, but I hate that that practice is still going on. So that was yeah. frustrating. Um, well, and like the fucking wrestling figure thing has been going on for like 
I'm guessing decades at this point. Cause I mean, fuck punk was talking about it. Yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And to echo what Jason in the chat said, yeah, it gives, it gives fandom a bad name. Like it does. And so many of these fandoms already have toxic fandoms that like, you know, it doesn't do them any favors. There was a, there was a guy I was when I still had Facebook under my real name and, the alias when it was going, um, who would always like post these pictures of himself with these celebrities. And it was always the Lexington airport. Oh yeah, of course. And so finally, like he just hit like a bunch of people in this group got fed up with him and they were finally like, dude, are you really that asshole who like hangs out at the airport waiting on celebrity? Like, are you really paying for airport parking? To like meet up with these celebrities, get pictures, and probably have them sign shit that you're selling. And he got a little defensive about it, and he was like, "Well, no, I just run into him." It's like you travel that much. Yeah, like how do you just run into him? You, it, you uh, ah, ah. Hey, you're gonna lie about it? No, no, I just happened to cross paths with all these wrestlers while I'm carrying their merchandise. Several bullshit the same figure. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. I, I I often walk around with three three action figures of the same person just in case I run into them. Like, ugh. Like, I, I hate it. I hate that mentality, and I hate that, like, predatory, oh, well, I'm just going to wait for them, and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, bullshit. Uh, favorite one, and I think you 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 told it a few weeks ago. Lou Ferrigno, uh, yeah. asked the guy what what he wants the name to be, and he says, "Oh, don't personalize it." And Lou just looks at him and, and goes, "It's ninety instead of 60 Yeah. How much is it? Oh, it's sixty bucks. Who do you want me to make it out to? And he's like, "Oh no, no, don't put a name on it. Now it's ninety Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, and uh, which is like. Which is weird because I saw like when we were uh, on the show floor, like before the autographs and stuff opened, like people were charging extra to authenticate it. Yeah, there's there's like an authentication booth that you. Well, no, no, no. Like, uh, or no, I'm sorry. They were charging more to like personalize. Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, it was only like one or two people that it said uh, personalize, and it was like an extra like fifteen bucks. What? Yeah, and I'm just like, that's fucking idiotic. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, that means you were literally here to not even, like, fucking speak to these people. You're probably having your handler pick their net, like, just fuck off. Yeah, that's that's dumb as shit. And, um, uh, but you and I both made a new friend, uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> we, we made something... We uh we we definitely made a list of some kind. Like we made the shit list uh for that one that one woman. Yeah. Because um, here's 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 uh, I'm I'm gonna break the I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna l- reveal the curtain just a little bit. I'm gonna pull it back just a little bit. Because one of the appealing things, one of the one of the great things about having it get getting approved for and, and using the press pass. One of the benefits is being able to get in early. Yep. And you, you get to get in on the floor, uh, on the show floor, 
a little bit early kind of with the VIP people. You know, you get that little bit of advance so you can get photos or interviews or, you know, kind of, you know, if you want to do a live video and not have and be, and be able to actually speak and have people hear you. So there's not just a ton of noise, you know, and you can take some pictures without like a mass of people. It's just, it's a lot more convenient to be able to get stuff done. Yeah. Like we, uh, and I'm going to upload them tomorrow. Like Mm -hmm. we have a bunch of pictures of the like celebrity floor, like being empty. And it's just like this weird calm before the storm. Like, if you've ever wanted to see what, like, you know, a celebrity hall or it's like when it's completely empty, it's just this, it's weird. It, it has not kind of an eerie feeling to it where you're like, it should be a lot more full than it is right now. Um, but, so Saturday, we we said we're going to get there early. We're going to take, you know, we're going to do a live video. We're going to take some pictures. And then generally what happens, whether you like it or you hate it, you end up with a little bit of extra time before the show starts. And like it opens to the general public. So you can kind of, if there's something you really want to do and make sure that you get, you can kind of get in line for it a little early. If it's something that you have to wait till the show starts for, whether it's like a celebrity meeting or, or if there's a booth and you're like, oh, they have this and I want to get it, generally you can get in there and get it before the show opens to the general public. So you kind of get a little bit of an advantage for better or for worse. That's how it goes. So, you know, myself, Commander Scott from the House Rules podcast, uh, we're both really, really big Scrub fans. Scrubs, yeah, the show Scrubs, and so John C. McGinley is there, and we said he's he's part of the uh, Western Kentucky Ghostbusters, so he's got a vendor badge, so he's on level three to start because the the layout is kind of level three is like vendors and all that stuff. Um, level two is photo ops. Level three is all the or level one is all the celebrity guests. So we say, okay, here's the plan. We're going to go in, we're going to get, you know, all of our media stuff, all of our press stuff. We're going to, you know, do a couple live videos. We're going to take some pictures that we can upload. And then with whatever time that's left, we'll get in the line for John C. McGinley. And I'll, I'll tell Scott to, to come down and it'll be fine. And so that's our plan. We're like, we're going to get there. The, the, the show opens to the general public at 10 we're going to get there, you know, about nine, kind of get in and be able to do stuff, right? Seems, mm-hmm. seems like a good plan. So we yeah. park, we park, and we get we get in. And when we walk in, you start through the doors at level three, and you have to go down the escalators. Or if they're broken and they become stairs, you, you conveniently use them as stairs, and down to level one. We're like, we're just going to go down to level one. It's going to be great. Uh, and I said, oh, well, maybe it would be a better idea if we just swing in on level three, pick up Scott on the way, go down so we're all together. Yep. It's fine. It's fine, right? So we go to go in. We walk up towards the, the door on uh, level three. And they say, no, no, you got to go down and use the other doors down there. Because there's two sets of doors to go in each level. 
And so we, we, okay, no problem, no problem at all. We'll go right down here. We see the line forming already of the, the Hammenegers trying to get in. Yep. And we're like, excuse me, uh, uh, we say, that's a line. We, we're uh, we're going to just skip that line because it's yeah. a couple hundred people deep right now. That that ain't good. So we go to walk in that door that they told us to go down to. Oh, and here comes this bulldog lady. Oh, so mad. Oh, she was mad. She stops us. Like, she looks at our uh, our badges because we have the, the lanyards with the press pass on them. And she says, no, 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 no. You guys, you guys... They told me that everybody has to wait in that line over there. Everybody's got to get in line. And you and I look at each other like, what? Yeah, like this is, and we love LCTC. We love Lexicon. This was yeah. not a member. This was not a member of the LCTC staff. No, no, no. And so, like, we we like hold up the 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 badges on the on the ends of the lantern. We're like, no, we're press. We have the press passes, and she's like, they told me that everybody everybody has to wait in that line. Yeah, they said if it's not a vendor badge, you yeah. have to get in line. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then what we'll do is we'll just... Mm-hmm. In- Hold on. No, no, no. You're, you're negating the part where we, like, we step away from her. And we're not in, we're not blocking anyone. We're not doing anything. We're next to the stairs. We're, like, chatting for a second. And I think she saw us both like point or like one of us pointed to just like, do you just want to go down to level one? Yeah. Cause like at that point I'm like, well, we just won't pick up Scott. I'll text him and just say they won't let us in level three. We're just going to go down to level one and then he can come out when he's ready and meet us down there. Cause that's, that that's the, the like, that's the answer. We just, we just go down there. And and so we start walking towards the escalator. Yep. Apparently that was a crime because she she somehow for 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 being a senior citizen somehow she was quick like a ninja and got in front of us. And she's like, "You got no the line's over here." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Like we're not going into level three at this point. We're gonna just go down." to other level because i'm looking down and i'm seeing other people yeah it's not like we're the, it's not like it's a ghost town on no. the below us no like there's people like and it's not like it's not vendors it's just it's regular people it's not staff like it's people walking around and i'm like no we're just i'm just gonna go to level one and wait down there i'm not even gonna go in level three and she's like no no you have to get in line you have to go and get in then, line and I'm like, no, like, we're not going to, like, no. And then. Oh, I was waiting for you to give the. Oh, end yeah. And then this fucking, uh, uh, this angel from heaven in an LCTC staff lane. Yeah. Comes by and goes, they're pressed. They can go wherever they want. Yeah. And she goes, well, I was told. That everybody had to wait in line, so that's what I'm doing. I was told. Yeah, and he's like, no, they're good. He's like, they're press. They're fine. Like, they, they can go down there. And and she's like, and she said something to the effect of, uh, well, if you're going to vouch for it, then it's on you. And 
then, oh, I think we lost him. Uh, she said, you know, it's on you uh, because they told me that everybody has to wait in line. So if you're going to say it's okay, then it's on you. And he's like, I'm saying it's okay. He's like, I'm, I'm vouching that it's okay. Like, it's fine. They can, they can go down there. And so we both turned to him and we're like, you know, thank you very much. Uh, you know, we appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Obviously we were overly thankful and yeah. didn't have to deal with her again. And, uh, yeah, I never saw her again, which I don't know if, if she got like, Oh, I did. Oh shit. I didn't hear that. She, she was right. Cause I went back Sunday. Yeah. 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 And she was right inside the door as soon as I walked in. Did she? Uh, did and, she give you like a look? Uh, no, like no, but yes. Like she kind of <laughs> like she definitely looked at me when I walked in, but I, I can only imagine she probably dealt with bigger assholes than me that day. Yeah, because so, like we were us, doing yeah. what we were told. Like we were, we yeah. were just like, okay, cool. Like we were told that that comes with being able to go in early, so we were just trying to get down there. It's fine. Um, but yeah, my god, what a that was just a crazy and it, it like all of that unfolded in the span of like two minutes. Like it was so fast. Because yeah, it was just like, well, well, screw it. Like we're just gonna. We're just not gonna stay in in uh, on level three. We're just gonna go down to level one, and apparently that was against the law. So that just didn't happen, which uh, you know ended up being okay. Uh, big thanks and uh, shout out to everybody who was uh, Lexcon staff and the volunteers uh, because they were all fantastic. They were all awesome. Like everybody that we talked to that was involved with the actual LexCon was fantastic. They were all really nice. Uh, special shout out Tyler Phillips, uh, just for being awesome. Um, but yeah, everybody who was, um, like at, at a table and they were there with, with LexCon, they were top notch. Could not, could not say enough, uh, good about them. So that was good. Um, and, so along with that, uh, we have another another show coming up this weekend. Uh, this weekend we'll be back in Lexington, and oh, here he comes back again. Let's see. Let's see if he's back. Dude, uh, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm, right. I'm angry and I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, like I, I called them again. And they were like, oh, we're not seeing any issues. And tell them that you need a rep to come out every Tuesday night at this time and just hang out with you for an hour and a half because that's going to be when they see the problem. Yeah, and I'm, like, legit doing everything I can to conserve my Internet. I'm, like, fully powering down my PS5. I'm disconnecting the Wi-Fi. Like, I'm disconnecting the cord that goes to my work computer. Like, there's just so much fucking bullshit. Well, we're about to wrap this one up anyway. We're going to end up having to push jail mail to next week, I think. Yeah, we've, we've gone but, quite a bit on this one. So. We'll do a quick little preview because one of the nights uh, oh, after... Hold on, oh, real quick. Ahead. Yeah. Real quick, I have one more story I want to tell from Saturday at LCTC. Do it. 
Uh, a friend of the show, Julian, and I are in line for the Adam Cole Britt Baker uh, dual photo op. Because, you know, you, you have your undertakings at conventions, and Julian and I have ours, which is we constantly just do celebrity photo ops together. That's true. Um, I think it, it it all started with just, like, me going to, like, wait in line with him when he was going to meet Walton Goggins, and I was literally just like, oh, I'll just take the picture. And then, like, the the person, like, at the end was like, oh, here, just hand me your phone. I'll take the picture of both of you. And I was like, I was just, and he's like, no, nah, man, get on in here. So it's the three of us in that picture, and then it's just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and so we're waiting in line for Adam Cole and Britt Baker, and there's this dude, Britt Baker was doing a solo photo op first, and there is just this wrestling fucking neck beard. Uh. Who is, who doesn't know what the, like, the thought of an inside voice is. He's just loud, and he's talking about, uh, he's talking about the Triple H news, and he's talking about, like, WWE, and at one point, and, and this is just shut the fuck up, dude. He he's like, well, with AEW on, who even needs WWE anymore? <laughs> and like two or other people in line like clapped her, and like someone cheered, and I was just like, I fucking hate wrestling fans. I fucking hate wrestling fans. And like, I just looked at Julian, and I was like. I don't think I belong to like a cool kids group about anything, but I feel like I'm in the cool kids group when it comes to fans of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and the, 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 the cool pro wrestling fans are very limited. Yeah. Uh, because most of them are awful and, and nearly impossible to tolerate. Yeah. Uh, especially the ones on Twitter. You know who you are, all of them. I've muted so many of you. Uh, people who quote unquote work in wrestling, uh, which is they quote unquote report on wrestling, uh, <laughs> just as unbearable as uh, a lot of the fans. Yeah, pro wrestling fans, we've said it before, are the worst. And. There, there, a lot of them are awful people that smell bad. I'm just going to say that. Every so often you get a good one. They're few and far between. Very few and far between. Yeah. So, yeah, just, ugh. But one of the highlights of the whole convention weekend was Saturday night. Playing a little, getting a little <laughs> PTG time. Love it. So there's a game that we love to play. It's a fantastic game. We love it. And it's porn the game. Yep. PTG for short. PTG. And it's going to be tough to tag them when we, uh, when we post this episode because it was a few months ago, all of a sudden... They just, the creators of the game, and really it's the creator because it's one dude, uh, vanished, just vanished off of social media. And the game just vanished off offline. Like, you can't buy it anymore. 
you can't you you can't follow them on social media you can't like they just disappeared i'm actually i'm i'm like while you're telling all this in real time i'm going to search on twitter for yeah. porn the game yeah they used to be at porn the game and yeah like you can't you can't find them anymore uh they used to go to like all the all the conventions and have you know porn stars holding up the game and uh, you know, we interacted with them a bunch. Um, they they actually sent us a copy of the uh, like the deluxe version of the game. That's how I got the deluxe version of the game. Is they sent it to us. Oh, this is so gross to search on Twitter. Yeah, and basically the game is is your standard kind of drinking game where uh, everybody gets however many cards, and each card has an instruction on it and your goal is to get rid of all your cards. And so sometimes it's like, you know, pick somebody to take a drink, pick somebody to, you know, um, everybody that everybody gives a card to or whatever, like pick someone to draw four from the deck, whatever it is. And, you know, your goal is to get rid of all your cards, but the, 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 the spin on it is every card has some kind of dirty sex word on it and a, like an old vintage porn picture. So it's super offensive. It's not for everybody, but it's so funny. It's really hilarious. And so, you know, every chance that we get, we play it. Um, I have it with me all the time. Every time I go to a convention or every time I go somewhere, I have it with me just in case. Um, so, uh, yeah, the mystery of where where they went where the creators are. I think I have an email address for one of them. I may shoot him. I may shoot the guy an email um, yeah. because we did go back and forth a couple times. Um, I need to figure out when that was because, um, like, it's been years. I, I even went back to because there's a there's a site called the Game Crafter, and basically what that is is like if you've got a game that you've des- designed and developed, you can upload it to this site and people can buy it. And that was how they did it is like, it would go to the game crafter page for that. And like, I've gone back through my orders on the game crafter. And when you click on that one, like when you touch that one, it brings you to a, a page not found. So like the, the game itself is, is gone. So unless you, unless you know somebody that has it, you can't get a copy of it. Um, uh, like there's none on eBay. There's none anywhere. Like it has a, it has a um, a board game geek entry, but like nobody's selling it or anything. So like yeah, the only way that you can get them is if they there's there's one out there that you can get. Whether it's like you buy it from somebody or you know somebody has an extra one or whatever. But like you can't order a new one anymore. And. So yeah, we I, I'm I'm making it my job to try and figure out what happened because I feel like they didn't get sued because I, I I don't see them getting sued for using the images or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But the mystery now is what happened to pour in the game, and I'm gonna figure it out. That's my new mission. Um, and I'm not allowed to play it while I'm there, but we're going to be at, uh, Lexicon, the board game convention, uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, we will, and I will not be playing that. I will actually be leading a learn to play on, uh, fireball Island. 
the, uh, the the restoration games, the new release of Fireball Island. There's a uh, one o'clock and a four o'clock session that I'm leading. Uh, you cannot buy tickets for it because it's already sold out. So sucks to suck. Um, but I'll have that with me. Um, you know, I might bring a couple other. Uh, I'll be playing Super Show, the the uh, wrestling card game with my Deputy Dango cards. Who recently just called it quits? What? Wait, what? Yeah, no. Dango, uh, yeah, Dirty Dango's done in the ring, man. No, which I feel like s- someone needs to pick up Johnny Curtis to be a um an agent or something, a trainer, an agent, a trainer, like something. something. But yeah, he uh, damn. Uh, apparently, he tweeted out and called it quits as an entering competitor, and literally like. An hour later is when all the Scott Hall news about him oh, having a triple heart attack started to break. So damn, because yeah, um, uh, Fandango, uh, great dude uh, from uh, actually from Maine, uh, like me. So lived in Maine for a long time. I think he still lives there, maybe. But super super cool dude. Uh, I think he's in Florida now because that's where he and Breeze on that wrestling uh, school. If, no, uh, he owns that. He owns that with Sean Spears. Sorry. If, if you want to hear an interesting story, uh, look up what happened to his sister in Maine. Um, just gonna say jail time. Um, not good. Uh, but uh, and actually, he used to live. Uh, his sister used to live next door. To my sister, and funny story, um, before she moved, my sister was going to teach Fandango how to ride a horse. Really? Because she has pictures. She's sent me pictures of, fan, like, because they, my, you know, my sister has horses. And so she sent me pictures one day, and it was Fandango in her backyard petting her horse. And I was like, context, please. Like, please context. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, you know, do you know who this is? Because he said, he says he's a wrestler and you know, his sister, we live next door to his sister and like, he comes over and he like, he pets the horses and stuff. He loves coming over and hanging out with the horses. And he says that he wants to learn how to ride and so I told him that I, I would teach him, but he's, he says he's just not around a whole lot because, you know, he goes on the road to wrestle. And I was like, yeah, I know who that is. That's Fandango. Like, of course. And, <laughs> and it was like shortly after that, he got released and then she moved. So it never ended up happening, but for a brief window, my sister was going to be Fandango's horse riding instructor. That's so cool. And what a weird, weird, like the world is smaller than you think it is moment. Um, but uh, cause yeah, there was some Christmas that uh, it might've been last Christmas or the one before where he tweeted out a picture and it was like his Christmas picture where he was in like the sweater and everything. And he was like, nothing like a main Christmas. And I was like, Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm trying to find him on Twitter, but I can't find him on Twitter anymore. Well, that's not good. Um, 
But yeah, so I always rooted for him. I still have my uh, fashion police ticket that he threw at me at the live show uh, here when we got the, the, the front row live seats and I was wearing my CM Punk shirt and he threw the ticket at me, which was depressing, but I deserved it. And it's, it's, uh, over there, but, um, <laughs> yeah, good dude. So when uh super show has like, they have like 15 or 16, um, actually they have more than that. I have like 50, uh, like real wrestlers that you can get cards for. And he's one of them, the deputy dango cards. So I was like, I know that I want to play as him. So got those cards. Um, so I'll have my, my deck for that. Uh, so I'll be playing that. And, um, but otherwise I'll just be, uh, hanging out and having some fun. Uh, so yeah, come out to the, the lexicon. Um, it's what the, is it the, the Clarion ballroom? Yeah. The, that sounds the Clar- right. Yeah. The Clarion hotel yeah. and the ballrooms. Over yeah. There. yeah. So, uh, check that out in Lexington this weekend. Um, they have a website. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what it is so you can go because tickets are still available. Um, lexicongaming.com. Uh, you can find uh, all of the information on that, all of the uh, um, badge information, how much all that stuff costs, all of that. It depends on how many days you're going, but it's this weekend. I'm going to be there. I know you're going to be there. Um, it's going to be a... a talk nerdy to be podcast network uh feature because uh nerd alert and house rules are going to be there we're going to be there it's going to be a weird family reunion it's going to be a good time had by all i guess yeah at least several good time had by several and (laughs) so we'll be there no it'll be a lot of fun it'll be it'll be good um you know i don't get to play a lot of the these games, like I, I have a, a bunch of board games and stuff that I just never get to play. So this is kind of a chance to play a bunch of them. So we'll be there with that. Um, you guys can hear me talk about how excited I am that I backed the dead by daylight board game. Today. Yes. Yes. We might just, I might just bring the recorder. We might just do an episode from there. Just like sitting at a table. I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever works. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. So yeah, we'll be hanging out. Um, you know, I'll be there Saturday It'll be a good time. I'll probably buy some board game shit I don't need and will probably never play, but I'll want it because it looks cool. And um, so we'll be doing all that. So that'll be fun. Come out and see us for that. But uh, next week, as a make good, I know we were supposed to do Jail Mail March, but then we kind of hit like half of them. So we'll do we'll, we'll bleed this into Jail Mail April because this one is a doozy. I got a good one. Um, and it is from somebody. I'm going to tell you where they are from, because it's going to kind of freak you out. They are in. They are they are currently lodged in the Indiana State Prison, which Oof. is which is a maximum security prison in Michigan nope. City, Indiana. Yeah, maximum security. And our boys got some stuff to say, and it's fun. So... Uh, it's, it's kind of fun. The only reason I say it's fun is because this dude ain't getting out. So we can kind of say what we want. So it's going to be interesting. I've got it. But we're out of time. So I wish I had that. Sorry, we're out of time. But uh, my phone's already disconnected. So whatever. Um, and I don't have it loaded on the soundboard. So we'll just have to. I'll have to put that. That's the sound I need on the soundboard. Um 
patreon.com slash FWB podcast. If you want to support us, give us a like, give us a share. The best thing you can do is subscribe on your podcast app of choice and uh, give us a like, give us a share, patreon.com slash FWB podcast. Go to our Redbubble store and buy some of our stuff. We've got like a close to 100 things of our show alone. There's several hundred things across all of the shows, but you look best in the Friends with Benefits podcast stuff. It's true. It's true. We'll make you look good, or at least decent. Um, are you done with your spiel? Is it my turn? Yes, sir. Ta- hot tag. Right. Hot tag. Cool. If you're going to join in the conversation, as always, hashtag FWB on all your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, yeah. Join in the conversation. As always, hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile and sent to us. We'll get you a prize pack. Hell, at this point, I'm even willing to say we'll buy you a T-shirt um, or some coasters. I would be. Uh, if you do it, we will buy you something from the merch store. Yeah, we will, but not not a shower curtain. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it will be. It probably, not a shower curtain. Yeah, it probably won't be that or it won't be a comforter, but we'll find something. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week and, uh, buddy, I will see you on Saturday. You will. I will be there for the gaming convention and, uh, it's I'm going to come out and sneak into the gaming convention. So I can't wait for uh, that. Uh, you are, you are way too tall to be sneaking in anywhere, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I'm just going to tell John, Hey, Travis and I are coming out at X time if we need passes or if we just need to hound someone. To be like, oh, we're here with the Ghostbuster group, even though we're both just going to be in street clothes. Um, we will make it happen in some way, shape, or form. Now, see, but, you need to you need to not go through go through Scott. Yeah, that's the person to go through. Yeah, Scott's the one that you want to go through. So, until then, Saturday next week, whenever you're going to hear, see, listen, or smooch us, much like you and I are going to smooch on Saturday, buddy. Oh yeah. Uh. Stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And um, as always, just remember that we are your friends. By the way, fuck whoever at Netflix decided to cancel Archive 81 with benefits.